When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast, the podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game. And unfortunately, as we turn our attentions to the fourth round of the FA Cup, I was unable to travel, so there's no match day special from me. But I was able to hand over duties for the first of these two Bramble Lane fixtures coming up in close proximity to my erstwhile mate and regular guest match day special presenter Alistair Jones and his mate Nick Ansley both Greater Manchester-based. They were at the game, and it was a happy occasion, of course, as we all now know. But this is how it all unfolded. Over to them. So, welcome to the Brighton Rock podcast. Um, my name's Alistair, uh, and I'm with Nick in the, uh, in the car, and we're just driving on the M62 from Manchester towards, well, towards Leeds at the moment, and then we'll be heading south, taking a right towards Sheffield for, to go and see Brighton play at Bramall Lane in the FA Cup. Uh, last night, um, yeah, we, we uh, what do we see? Um, uh, there were a few games uh, last night. Uh, I suppose most significantly, uh, it was City knocking out Spurs in the last minute uh, and a few other games. Um, yeah, but uh, the last time we were together was going over to, um, well, we went down the road to Stoke. Uh, and that was a bit of a, a bit of a fresh day. Started with freezing fog and a few uh, closed closed roads, um, with the M6 being closed from the north. Uh, but yeah, we had a. a um, I would say we had a really good day. Although that first half was something else, wasn't it, Nick? Yeah, we um, we we proved we could do it on a cold day in a, Stoke. A cold Saturday. It wasn't. I'm sure they were trying to change it to a Tuesday night so they could go through all of that media hype again. But yeah, we had to get that cliche in, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but it was it was. Four Four two, wasn't it? Uh, in the end, yeah, it was um, a bit bit tight first half, wasn't it? So, uh, we got that last sort of goal. Last that, I mean, minutes. what a goal as well from Estupinian! Yeah, that, that kind of got us level. Probably a bit undeserved, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, and uh, then then they came back at us with a penalty to draw, and it looked like we were all over them. And then that got a bit tasty. Yeah. Then, yeah, but, and, and Van Heck, oh, he was right in front of us. We were two yeah. rolls from the two rows from the goal yeah. and the look on his face when that goal went in and then the the contrast the glee in his face when he when he uh, got that assist for that goal you could just see and he was the last one down the tunnel he absolutely loved it yeah absolutely did and actually also interesting the other guy who loved it was Hinchelwood because you wouldn't yeah. have seen it on the telly but yeah. when he came over and he was giving it all the fist pumping and all that that was really great yeah, as well yeah 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 that, giving his shirt to the boys in the crowd yeah, and, and all of those yeah. sorts of stuff or the, you, you know, the small children you know because we were so close to the front you could see all those expressions and all the the, the noises they were making all the, you know, all the shouts and whatever it was a different view of the game wasn't it? we were so yeah. close hate to say this Nick but we've got very similar seats today <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. all I could get uh, 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 in our thing because we're not season ticket holders although we go to an awful lot of games we've got lots of points uh, but we're always in that window uh, of the um, of the kind of the also round so we have yeah. to get the dregs that are left yeah. at the end unfortunately but we um, yeah but we'll, we'll keep coming 
So what do you think about today's game coming down to Sheffield? Uh, across to Sheffield, should I say? We're on the wrong side of the Pennines today, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, first of all, we've had to get our passports checked as we went across the Lancashire-Yorkshire border. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Uh, it's... Um, Sheffield United I remember the first time I went to Sheffield United Neil Warnock was the manager and it was like uh, we got absolutely hammered I think in the end um, but it was uh, that season that we got relegated from the championship was the first time I remember coming over here but yeah it'll be uh, be interesting uh, to see how we go I think they always do quite well they gen- they're the sort of team that puts together a good cup run they're quite good at knocking out Arsenal aren't they from yeah. what I remember yeah, well they um, got to the semis last year do you remember when we were in um, yep. the Premier in down at wherever it was yeah down, yes and yeah that's the, right down in that there London yeah, yeah. Sheffield, Sheffield United fans were in with us Man City fans were in with us it was a good, good weekend that night yeah. yeah yeah. well hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be following uh, and, and having the same sort of yeah. route together uh, and we're meeting up with a bunch of people today uh in Sheffield hopefully yeah. uh, so if all the rendezvous work out um, got a number of different people that we're meeting at different points uh, around the game so hopefully we'll get some uh, get some chat from them uh, and see how we go as well uh, through the day but what, do you, what are your reckonings on well, today then well, I, I've done Sheffield United a few times and usually we do quite well when I go there but if you remember the, uh, the away end we used to be the away fans used to be up in the top tier that's right yeah, and the yeah. rake of that stand is yeah. amazing it's so steep mm. and I remember Leon Knight scoring a last minute goal I think it was Leon Knight scoring a last minute goal against Sheffield for us to win and right. there was a, a the tumbling down those seats was amazing <laughs> I, felt, I feared for my life but I think today we're in the lower uh, part yeah. I yeah. think right behind the goal aren't we so we won't have that danger to our lives Yeah. but <clears throat> by rights we should you know, on form and all the rest of it, we should win this game re- relatively easily. I'm hoping he's going to rest a load of players because he's got Palace, isn't he, on Tuesday night in Sheffield, and that'll be a big Premier League game yeah, for them. Yeah. So I'm sort of fingers crossed he won't play a full team, and we will. Um, but they've still got that new manager bounce. They've got, is it Chris Wilder, Chris Wilder their manager? Yeah. I can't remember if that's, yeah, yeah, I think that's so, his yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. And we'll have to it, fact check that. We'll, fact, let, we'll let Russ check, Russ fact check, check that. Yeah, Russ can check that. Yeah, we can never get names right, can we? We're going to Sheffield United, not Sheffield Wednesday, remember? Uh, it, oh, is it? Yeah, oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah. I better rechange. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've got this worry, I've got this real worry that uh, they've started to play well, they've got that draw against uh, West Ham, they're yeah. starting to build a bit of momentum, possibly, and we just go and wander in, think we're going to win it, and get given the right game so yeah, yeah. that is my big worry and, is that and we are struggling scoring obviously there was no problem scoring against Stoke but no, um, another nil-nil draw earlier in the yeah. week against Wolves yeah. Uh, yeah that was a frustrating game that was wasn't yeah. it yeah I, that, that Wolves game was I, I, we had no width and we didn't what width we had we didn't use tried to put it all through the middle yeah they just blocked it off and yeah. I just thought they'd, they'd come for a nil-nil um, yeah. So I, and that second half was really uh, locked down, wasn't it? We, yeah. we hardly had any chances at all yeah. in that second half. The first half was our best chance scoring, yeah. and unfortunately, we couldn't put any of them yeah. away. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that to one side and say, I think today, two nil. Oh no, I, I can't keep us. I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. If we can't keep a clean sheet against Stoke, I definitely can't see us keeping a clean sheet today. Right. But I. Yeah, I will be absolutely made up with a 2-1 win today oh, if we yeah. could do that. I, however, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up having to take it back to the Amex today. Okay. Well, uh, no, that's the last thing we want is a replay. Absolutely. So I, but Particularly I, not with European games on the horizon yeah. coming up in March as well. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd, take, I'd take a draw, but I'd rather we, we put it to bed today. So, yeah, yep. 
2 0, 2 0. I'm not, I don't care who scores, it can go off someone's arse for all I care, but <laughs> <laughs> so, so long as we score. So, um, yeah, and, and I suppose the other, the other big talking point, uh, in football news, uh, it's made it and it made the main news, uh, and that is, of course, Jurgen Klopp, Mr. Yeah. Klopp, um, uh, and his and his shiny white teeth leaving Liverpool, yeah. um, and the potential risk to losing De Zerbi as a result of that. Um, yeah. I mean, do you reckon De Zerbi will go? I mean, nah. we're we're all just talking like yeah. like we know him, but of course yeah. we've not got a clue what's going yeah. on in his head, really. I, I I don't think they'll go for De Zerbi. I think I think they'd like. I think they like the way he plays. I think they'd like the you know the style would probably fit the Liverpool style. Yeah, they're developing um, younger players because that's yeah. what Liverpool used to do. They yeah. don't do it as much now. I, but. I just think they might want to go for someone more established, someone who's got the European experience, yeah. who's won things. Yeah. Um, I've heard Alonso has got um, yeah. has got a contract with. Is it Leverkusen he's with, or one of the German teams? Apparently, he's got a contract which says that if Liverpool or Real Madrid have a job going they can release him oh really they've got a release clause yeah wow so wow. it may well be but again I've, you know, he's Alonso an established manager at the highest level yeah. But, yeah but then again you look around and there aren't many no. managers left are there? no no well most, most of them have, have, have been to Man United and failed haven't yeah, they you know yeah. so they've not got great credentials a <laughs> yeah, lot of those managers yeah. they could always have Mourinho I suppose he hasn't done Liverpool yet has no, he? no he hasn't had that one and he is a free agent at the minute <laughs> nah it, I, you know if De Zerbi was offered a job he couldn't begrudge him going I just fingers crossed Liverpool will say you know he's not quite ready for them yet um, so uh, yeah it, it, it would make it, you know it would be an obvious choice but I don't think he'll go Right, okay. Well, um, lots to talk about there and uh, we'll catch up as we get in the match and obviously we'll give you our live match updates and uh, and a bit of atmosphere from the ground as well. Uh, but for now, I'm uh, going to focus on the road again because I need to turn right because we're now <laughs> going past that there, Leeds. Uh, a massive club Leeds, yeah. so big that we can't quite see the stadium at the moment. Yeah, Leeds would have uh, taken more, by the way. Leeds would have definitely <laughs> taken more, yeah, absolutely. Right, okay, well, back in a bit. So we're in Sheffield now at, at the beer engine and I have a number of friends of the Brighton Rock pod all around here. And as you might guess, right next to me, we've got a good friend of the podcast, Wedgie. Wedgie, um, first of all, you've got something very important to say. What, what's the main thing you want to take away from today? Well, there's a lot of fans travelled a long way today. It's yeah, a big absolutely. game for us. We're yeah, hoping yeah. to get some players back from injury. But let's cut to the chase. We need the three points today. We've we got to go home with the three points. We absolutely, absolutely do. We absolutely do. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you were at uh, Wolves 0-0. Um, what... What, what was your takeaway from that? This isn't, we're not really reviewing that, but it's very hard not to, given that it was less than seven days ago. I can't find words to describe how toothless we were. After a break, we ought to have come out like a coiled spring with all the energy and to go at, and we seemed to get into the final 20 metres and just keep turning back. It was as if the clock had gone back to part Potter, part Hooten, part Hippier, and it was hopeless. And I'm not joking, there are dyed-in-the-wool fans around us in the North Stand who were walking out after 70 minutes because it was very, very obvious what was going to happen. And it, it was pretty shocking, to be honest. And I'm not, I've not heard a view that's, that's much different to that. So... I can only imagine that the Amex are ordering three or four sets of new teacups because 
there cannot be any left in that dressing room. There, there simply can't be. Wedgie, do you know what? One thing I wish you'd do a little bit more is not sit on the fence. Yeah. We want to hear your opinion, OK? okay and, and, and don't just pull, go, you know, go either way. OK, I, I get it. <laughs> I get the idea. I'll, I'll try. No, no, excellent. So, uh, so what about today? Um, obviously, we're in the, in, in the cup. Um, if we get three points, I'll be really happy to take away three points as well if we can add them to our tally and also to our goal difference. Uh, it has to be said, we're ten goals, ten goal difference above Man United as we speak at this moment in the league, uh, which uh, a few Man United fans I was talking to this week were very aggrieved about. And I just reminded them that at least four of that was because we beat them 3-1 at theirs as well. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, what, what about today? What, what do you reckon about today? It's going to be an interesting one. I think Wilder is an intelligent organiser of his resources. He will have crawled all over what Gary O'Neill did with Wolves in the week. If he chooses to copy some of that, he can make it very difficult for yeah. us. It's very obvious that Wolves recognised we had no extreme pace on the flanks yeah. so they played an arrowhead defence and forced us into the flanks and we ran into dead ends yeah. the centre of the field was packed with their triangle defence so it was hard to play passes through the middle and Wilder will see all that and he's an intelligent man at grinding teams out and grinding down so I don't think it's going to be at all easy today yeah. I'm not sure we'll have much new resource back ready to start but one thing has to be sure which is De Zerbi being a cup game he has to give them free reign to take more risks than we did against Wolves to press harder to take the risks in the final third to shoot on sight uh, and to go at it like a cup tie yeah so yeah. I expect a different type of game but I don't expect it to be any easier than the Wolves encounter was and, and one question we've been talking about before before we switched on the, the recorder was if you could take a win today or a win against Luton which would you take this is an interesting question because I saw the poll on North Stand chat which I I voted on uh, and I had to say I had, you had to think about it it's not yeah. an easy quick yeah. answer the answer for me is I'd rather win today. I'd quite like to be in European competition next year. And to do that, we've either got to win the Europa League or finish in the top seven or win the FA Cup. Um, and it, this is potentially our easiest route into Europe as it currently stands because teams like Villa are having such a good year. Uh, Newcastle and Chelsea beginning to bounce back. So getting a place in the top seven is bloody difficult. Winning the Europa League with Liverpool and people like that still in there is bloody difficult. Winning the FA Cup, sod it, with Spurs losing to Man City last night is also bloody difficult yeah. but I voted yeah I'd actually rather win today than Tuesday night if we could only allow to be had one, one win um, but I'm going to Luton again on Tuesday night and it's the one white game where I can be home 20 minutes after the final whistle so I'm quite, of Milton Keynes well Bedfordshire yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that but yeah I think I think today is pretty massive uh, and I'd like to think that that's the way Deserby deploys his resources to say we're going to go hard at this in a cup game. He, he wants to win it. It would be nice as a club to have to buy some polish for something, wouldn't it? To have to have something in the trophy cabinet or to even build our first trophy cabinet. I think all we've got is like champions of England in something like 1911. 
we won the charity yeah, yeah. community yeah. shield yeah. thing. So so we got been that. a bridesmaid a lot, haven't we? We've yeah. never been the bride. Yeah. And we won the Sussex County Cup a few times. But we've never really won any proper silverware. And I'd fucking I'd, I'd really love it. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks ever so much, Wedgie. Good to hear your opinion. As ever, forthright. Moving round the table then, uh, next to me, we've got Courtney. Uh, so, Courtney, what, what are your feelings about today? How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. It's promising prospects. I'd like to think, unlike when we play them in the league in three weeks' time, we yeah. can go all out today and really try and hammer them and see how it goes. And if we lose in the process, then there's no harm done, but hopefully get a good good resounding win on the board. Excellent. And, and which players do you reckon uh, have got an opportunity to shine today? I think Bonanotte will play again and he needs to show more than yeah. Monday. Um, yeah. It's probably already been said. If it hasn't, I'd be surprised. Um, but very much a case of he's got a big chance. Um, and I think Ferguson's got something to prove as well. Yeah. Seemed a bit yeah. under the weather, away from it recently. Yeah. Chance for him to get some goals. He seemed a little bit under it when I saw him at Stoke as well. He just yeah. like didn't... And I know you... Uh, Andy, Andy Wedgie uh, was saying the same about him uh, uh, on Monday as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's very much a case of he needs to show it tonight, uh, today that he can get that done and he can he can get past it. Um, but otherwise, it's going to be much of the same because we don't have much of a squad until a few injuries come back. And I can't imagine he's going to risk anyone nearly ready to come back on a game like today. Yeah. So we'll have yeah. to see what comes of it. In the press conference, he was saying that he doesn't think Fatty's ready to come back, but possibly... Um, Oh, there was Eagle. Eagle, yes. yeah. It's, it's yeah, potential. Eagle might make a bit of time. I mean, Fatty definitely isn't worth the risk. You, yeah, you no. want him to be ready for Europe. You'd rather play him next weekend. Yeah. Um, it's it's a case of much the same. Play with what we got, and hopefully just put a bit more of a a strong attacking performance together than we did against Wolves. Yeah. Uh, and um, do you want to make a prediction for today? I know predictions are always a, a, a bit of a poison chalice, really. I'll go the same as the Stoke game, four-two to Bryson. Wow, yeah, excellent. I think there'll definitely be goals. We definitely won't win 1-0. We'll have to score. It'll be a draw. And we really could do without a draw, couldn't we, and a, and a replay. Yeah, the last thing we want is a replay. We really want to make sure that we get through next round easy. And if we don't get through, don't have another game. We've got a busy enough period coming up. Let's keep it easy. Yeah, excellent. Thanks very much, Courtney. So, Andy, what's your prediction then? I don't know. <laughs> Sitting on the fence again, do you reckon a nil-nil? He's gone silent on me now. He seems to have forgotten that pod- podcasting is a, is a... So I'm going to have to push you, Andy. So what do you reckon? I think we're going to make a mistake and Sheffield Wednesday will score a goal against the run of play. Sounds a bit like the Stoke game. To go one ahead. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll equalise soon in the second half. Uh, we'll get a second one with about 10 to go and a third one in injury time. 3-1 Albion, three points, off we go. There we go. So, um, so Nick's a big fan of Tracers. He's been giving spoilers to me in the car on the way here. So do you reckon that sounds like Tracers then, do you? Yeah, that was Tracers talk, that very first uh, prediction. No, like I said, 2-0, no problems at all. Um, uh, <laughs> 
He's pissed. He's had a very, he did have a very heavy night last night, which we omitted in the car on the way over. But I was driving, just to reassure you. Can I give it away? What, who won traitors on this podcast? You think it's too soon? I think it might be a little bit too soon. I think you might possibly alienate, I think you might possibly alienate all of the, the Brighton Rock pod. Although, although the, the amount of time it takes Russell to, to edit it and all of that sort of stuff, most people might have caught up with it by then. Excellent. So, Nick, what do you reckon to the beer engine here in Sheffield? Uh, yeah, it's very, very good. I wish I could have had a few more. I'm just not feeling up to it right now. But um... Well, make good choices, Nick. That's all I can say. Yeah, really, really good tapas. I, I had a, a lovely, and I sound so Sussex middle class here, but I had a lovely halloumi and beetroot salad in my tapas here. So, uh, and, and a wonderful... Uh, raspberry sour. Um, can, I, can I just say that we're in Sheffield and there's a pub and it's there's no one here doing the full Monty. Wedge, full Monty fella. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a very good job again that this is an audio medium. So uh, I'm going I'm to cut out now and I'm going to find someone else to talk to. Okay, so um, we've now got Alan here in the beer engine. First of all, Alan, how was the food and what did you have to eat? Yeah, it's a, a very nice little tapas, but it's got a Korean chicken, uh, a dirty, dirty fries, very good. They look really nice. I was very jealous. Oh yeah, but very, very spicy. So I was quite pleased. I had my rotator hazy IPA, which was very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm on to my third pint of that. Oh, excellent! I've just got a nice orange chocolate stout, which again is just really to annoy Nick, but um, but that's okay. I don't mind. Yeah, and uh, we, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely place. It's, uh, it's called the Beer Engine in Sheffield. I'm not sure if you mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's a load of Brighton fans in here, and, and actually there's a few Blades fans as well, and yeah, having a good time from the look of it, yeah. It's quite funny. It's, whenever you come to these away games, you see the same Albion supporters every time. <laughs> I think there's a certain type of Albion fan that seeks out the Craft Ale pub or, the, or whatever that's near there, and we're quite, we're quite good at finding that, aren't we? So... Yeah, it's quite funny because you, you kind of you recognise them, but you don't actually know who they are. You've never spoken to them before, but <laughs> absolutely. Although they might be listeners, who knows? So, well, they're very welcome to be here. Uh, so, coming on to the match, then, Alan, what what's your hopes for the game? Are there, are there any players you'd like to see um, a bit more from, or to see a bit of flair, or what, what's your kind of hopes for today? Well, what, one thing for sure, I think. Pascal Gross will probably play. I mean, he's, 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 he's already on the team sheet to start with, yeah, so he'll yeah. play. He, he, his name's already chosen, isn't it? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, uh, I think uh, Evan Ferguson, we really need to get some more out of him. I'm, I'm really hoping he's going to turn the corner and get some little bit of form because he's a little bit off it. The other player I'm going to be interested to see how he gets on is uh, actually Yael Pedro because before the break, he was actually started to hit some really good form. Yeah. In the game against Wolves, I'm not sure if he's quite on it enough. So hopefully he's not going to go hit a little bit of a, um, a stale patch. I'm, I'm hoping he's going to kind of... Because yeah. I mean, with Ferguson also struggling to score, we don't need Pedro in the same boat, do we? No. So I think uh, I think hopefully Pedro's going to do it. And, and he's got a quite a good record in the Cup. I mean, he obviously scored two, two against Stoke. He's got a few goals in, uh, in the Europa League as well. Yeah. He scored two at Stoke. Yep, so uh, so hopefully you kind of continue that kind of uh, rich fame of form. Um, yeah, it's hopeful there. Let's see if Tarek comes back on. And I've, I'll hopefully, I'm hoping to see uh, Jakob Yakamoda maybe start even. Right, yeah, yeah. That would be quite nice to see him start. I was, I was looking at him in training. I was disappointed he didn't come on against Wolves. But he's looking, he's looking a little bit more sprightlier. 
to me, he seems to have lost a little bit of weight, actually, since uh, when I first saw him in the training sessions, in those first games when he started to come on, he, he looks like he had a little bit of timber on him, but actually, when I saw him in training uh, in the Dubai sessions and then afterwards, he looks like he's lost a little bit of weight, so he's, he's starting to look a bit leaner and a bit fitter, so hopefully he might come on and... Uh, have a go as well so let's see how it gets on okay and uh, and lastly what's your prediction for today and they're always a poison chalice these predictions but you've got to you've got to do one anyway okay yeah well we've got to go for a win I mean I'm not going to pick anything other than that but I think maybe it could be either 2-0 or 2-1 to the Albion yeah brilliant thanks Alan and right next to uh, Alan we've got Mo um, who I've, I've sat next to a few times up in the Upper West Stand um, when I've been sitting with my friend Duncan and uh, so Mo uh, what are your thoughts about today yeah, so my thought about today, I would like us to win because it's very difficult against uh, Sheffield United. If you yep. look at our historical games against them, yep. they did actually better than us. So winning against them today would be like a very, very good. Yeah, nice. Very yeah, yeah. nice, yeah. A nice thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, the, a question I was talking to Wedgie about was if you could take a win today or a win against Luton, which would you go for? I would take a win today. A win today? Because a win against Luton wouldn't change a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. We'll still be seventh or eighth, you know? Yeah. So a win today will take us to the next round of uh, yep. FA Cup, yeah. So and, we'll take and, a and of course, uh, what I didn't say was ideally, of course, we'd like to win both. But, it's a, course, but, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but if we had one choice and that was it, then... Uh, today, yeah, yeah. 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 Really Right, well, thanks ever so much, Mo. 30 minutes in, scores 2 0. Pedro's just scored a penalty and we're 2 0 up. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I, I predicted 2 0, but we haven't won this yet. We have had two open goals that they have missed. Well, it looked like open goals from our angle. Um, we're, we're two rows back behind the goal well, again, right in the dead centre of the goal. You'll see us on telly, won't you? <laughs> oh. But they're, they're left wingers, still dangerous. This game isn't over oh, yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've, been, we've looked best, ironically, down the yeah, right wing. Down yeah. their right, our right wing, their left as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's an interesting game, this. But at the moment, we're all over them, it's, without a doubt. But they can hit us on the break. They've lobbed the ball over a couple of times and caught us napping. Yeah. So I think we're going to lose this by a mistake, not because they're better. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to lose this, hopefully. But Fergie's <laughs> had a goal disallowed as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what, Fergie, oh, he's, uh, well, from our angle, he's looking great, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And Billy Gilmore, yeah, just bit, sweet, oh, Billy, silky yeah. sweet. And not to mention a great block from Igor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that bit of skill right at the very beginning when he twisted on it, it's fantastic. Uh, it, 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 obviously, Pascal Gross has been treating the, the young lad some skills, hasn't he? Yeah. Right, yeah. we're going to get back to the match. Yeah, yeah. So it's half time and at 43 minutes I said to Nick, now what we really want to do is to make sure we don't concede a goal and let them go in 2-1 up at half time. And then what happened? We scored, they scored two in about four minutes. It's hilarious. You've got, oh. you got to laugh though, because this is typically Brighton. Absolutely. I mean, well, admittedly, it took them about 10 minutes to finish the half. Yeah, so yeah. I think it said 50, 56 on the clock or whatever when they got to half time. But we... we Ironically, you said it was their left wing, yeah. our right wing, that was that was susceptible. But they came twice down the same side, didn't yeah, yeah. they? Down the other and side. absolutely did us. Yeah, down the other side. Is that pretty much carbon copy? I mean, it, oh, yeah. so frustrating, isn't it? It's, it's the life of being a Brighton fan, isn't uh, it? Where you think you're sailing through 83% possession, 
uh, at the point of their first goal and uh, and and totally in control. And now we're going in half time. It's two all and all to play for all over again. Last, well, maybe that's what we maybe that's a good not a good thing, but. Being two all means that we're not going to be sitting back hanging on. We're going to have to go for it again. So maybe that's a good thing in a sense. I, I still think we can win this. I mean, we we are a better team. It's just a momentum shift at the end. There was amazing. Absolutely. I just like we said how quickly it can yeah, change in football. Yeah, just yeah. the I mean, sort now, of the feeling and like, the perception. They look like world beaters at the end, didn't they? And we look like like muppets. Yeah. But we were really scrappy uh, and passing yeah, around there yeah. and. Yeah, we just sort of went from being a, a, a team with our heads in the air and really yeah, dominant yeah. to just sort of, yeah. And, and now their crowd's up for it, and so it's all going to be a well, it's going to be a difficult second half. But I think we'll win it four two now. Yeah, and they and they very rightly sang to us two 0 and you messed it up, yeah, or effed yeah. it up. To yeah, the of course we did, and you can't disagree. I mean, no, you know, no. Uh, like both goals went to uh, they must have been close offside because they yeah, took a both long time went to VAR, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. and that second goal it looked offside because they showed us the replay and it yeah. did look really offside uh, in the ground yeah. so um, I don't know why it was given in the end because it yeah clearly yeah. the player was in front when he was headed it yeah but uh, yeah okay so it is what it is I mean but this is Brighton all over this is the way we play we, we look so open to these attacks down these wings but because we have so yeah. much possession it didn't look of a threat, did it? Yeah, and, yeah. But the two times they really got at us, they scored, so... Yeah. But we seem to be a bit vulnerable on both of the two wings with the three in the middle. Yeah. They've managed to get behind a stooping in or yeah, Hinchwood, yeah. depending on which side they're on, yeah. uh, and then that leaves us vulnerable at the back, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. But on the positive side, um, Billy Gormall has looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, Buonotti looked good, that goal looked great. You know, up front we're looking great, but... Just that so got to back it up at the back, yeah. Yeah. And with Dunk on the bench, he's, we can just see him warming up to our right at the minute. Yeah. Kind of think, do we bring Dunk on now? Anyway, here we come. We're out. We're out for the second up. We've had about five minutes of a half time. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're back at it again. Come on, Brian. Come on, the Albion. So, so, oh my word, what a second half. So it's now 4-2, 69th minute to us, because this might change. Yeah, yeah, at the moment it's 4-2. This could just as easily go 4 all. <laughs> Dunk's come on, Igor's gone off. Igor did really well. We reckon he's yeah. just been taken off at 60 minutes yeah. oh, just because he's going to finish with. Here we go, Pedro's got a hat-trick, but Pedro's now got it on the... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, and oh Bonate just had it at his feet. From that, from the cross. Oh my word! <laughs> the excitement, my na- my nails. Yeah, yeah. This is unbelievable. This is like attack versus defence all backwards and forwards, isn't it? It's oh, hilarious. Yeah. It's just. He's amazing. Here we go. It's their turn now. And they're coming down the wings. Yeah, wings. Both both teams. We, yeah, obviously playing three at the back. We look vulnerable in the on the wings. And yeah, but they took their their, their really their number eleven. I can't remember his name, but they've taken him off. Yeah. And he's not quite strong down this right wing anymore, are they? Yeah. No. But, but he must have got tired, which is why they replaced him. So there goes Buenasse. He's coming off. Lamperty's coming on. Colin Tarrick. Yeah. Makes sense. He looked a bit knackered. 
He did. And uh, that ball just came to his feet. And quick, I, I don't know. I think I might have even been out to score that. All he had to do was fall over the line with it. But we've had a few go. open goals in front of us, haven't we? They're, they've had a few and we've had a few. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been that type of game, really. It's been a great game. I said I think we'll be first on match of the day tonight. No, we're not because Maidstone are going to be first beating Liverpool, uh, beating Ipswich. Well, it's made up for Wolves, this, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we certainly, we, well, we've proved we can score. Right, we'll come back later. had it on time I was just getting a bit of Atmos and then came Danny Welbeck down in the the, like the channel just to the right of the goal as he ran towards us pops it in up hits the keeper bounces in we've got five we've got five two two nil and we fucked it up two all and they messed it up shot then for Bruggen they either saved it or just tipped it onto the bar this I'm not quite sure we've got look. about well there's seven seconds left on the clock but whether it, or not this literally could have been five all couldn't it oh, yeah it's one of those games there we go it's the final whistle and the final score 2-5 to the Albion and we're one step closer to Wembley has to be Nick would you have taken 4-2 just for one goal for us against Wolves uh, <laughs> I think any fan yeah. would have taken that wouldn't uh, like, like, unfortunately we've not distributed our goals very evenly this uh, week well we made up for that a lot yeah, of, yeah. Uh, that was a brilliant game that wasn't it great <laughs> game what a great game Some boos and jeers for that ref as he walked off, but to be honest, he didn't get. I didn't see he got much wrong. He was fairly fair. Let the let the game go. Here come the team towards us. So we're on Penis Stone Road North, heading back to Manchester and Rochdale, heading north out of Sheffield in the car with five goals in our top pocket, three points, yeah. three points. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're in the hat for the next round of the FA Cup. 
Yeah, good game that. Enjoyed it. I mean, it could, like we said, when we were in the ground, that could have gone five three, five four. Yeah, you know, it could have oh, been. yeah. Because you know, we I never felt fully in control in that game. No, no. But, even though we had so much of the possession, yeah, it, we just felt a bit vulnerable at the back, didn't we? And Roberto yeah. De Zerbi in his interview, we'd just been listening to Radio Sussex on the, on the way out of town, what in the traffic. And Roberto De Zerbi was, you know, he wants Pedro to be better. He was yeah. saying how good he thought Billy Gilmore's getting. Yeah, yeah. And it was good to see Tarek Lamperty get yeah. 20 minutes. And yeah. he seemed to play well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Any, anything else you spotted particularly? No, I just thought Igor was fantastic today. Yeah, he like, was, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said to you, those tree trunk legs. If I, <laughs> if, I if, think you've got a bit of a man crush on him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking, no, but he could. I would love him to see him hit a ball and uh, fly into the back of the net. I'd imagine it would be like a steam hammer. Yeah. But um, no, I thought, you know, that sort of crazy five minutes at the end of the second half, upside, we looked comfortable, didn't we, in terms of winning it in the end. But yeah. during the game, God, it was like backwards and forwards. Um, I still feel sorry for Fergie, you know, yeah. still not, yeah. just not falling for him, although and, he played six play all right. Yeah, and, and three offsides went to VAR in yeah. the game. Yeah. Two of them were granted and they were both Sheffield United goals. And the one, of course, that goes against this is the one yeah. against Fergie. Yeah. And there you go, even though it was called offside on the pitch yeah. you know, at the time. So, yeah, yeah it looks like. I, 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 one thing that I surprised that they, um, the Sheffield United fans really didn't like the ref. Yeah. But I thought, to be fair, he seemed. I didn't really notice him as much, and no. and the VAR endorsed all of his decisions as yeah. well. They didn't yeah. go against it. Now, whether yeah. or not there's anything controversial, we don't know no. until we get home. But no. he seemed to do a fairly decent job. I yeah. thought. Let, yeah. let the game flow fairly freely. Yeah, and all his decisions, like you say, were endorsed by VAR. And I <laughs> go back to it. VAR ruins that game. Yeah. Um, it just killed oh. all the goal celebrations oh. that they had. Yeah. And um, yeah. and then you compare that to Stoke, where there was none of that. And yeah. a far more enjoyable game. And we had like 10 minutes extra mm. um, of that first half. So much so that half time, we barely had time to get to the, the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. Uh, and and then get back to our seats. And then it seemed to be a team was coming out. I know, I know. But um, what we've got to mention is Jao Pedro and his hat trick. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, um, I mean, I, I hope you can spot it on the TV, but on that second penalty when he took it right in front of us. Yeah, well, you could I, see his face. His face, you? he was smiling before he hit it because he knew it was going in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's so confident. Yeah, it was fantastic. I wonder if the TV will pick it up though, but that was absolutely superb. I've got it on video. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely hate people that watch everything, whether it be gigs or football matches to yeah. their phones, but I... I thought I might never get the chance to do this yeah. again and that's film with Joe Pedro penalty yeah. so I did hold it down though although I yeah. tried to watch him but I haven't watched it back yet and um, at the end when he was doing the bows and that and <laughs> everyone's going wee wee yeah, yeah, yeah. he was so pleased with himself there was a hat trick of cheers each time yeah. that he did it and he was the one cheerleader today it was yeah. Van Heck yeah. last time at Stoke yeah. and today it was Joe Pedro and I think another special mention also to the crowd oh, God, great yeah. support today yeah. uh, it, I mean it was bedlam in yeah, in that concourse the old stadium it just felt like if you suffer from claustrophobia do not go to away games at uh, yeah. that type of no, ground no. Um, because you just feel really hemmed in just yeah. forever you just have to be patient take yeah. your time and it was fine but what a great turnout today I know full full away end absolutely brilliant brilliant support again yeah can't yeah so, like I say I think it's underrated our away support yeah yeah um, that must have been four or five thousand in the in there it, yeah I, I, I don't know how many it was but that whole stand was full wasn't it yeah. and um, yeah in good voice 
we had some great banter with the stewards at the front. The stewards were all for throwing back the Brighton Hove Albion beach ball, <laughs> yeah. and then boo, the nasty supervisor Telling told them, them off <laughs> for giving it. So we, so we were all giving. I saw one guy give one of the stewards a lovely hug, yeah. and it just felt so warm and friendly. And we were sort of smiling and, and laughing with them as we were going. So, yeah. so hopefully we've left a, a nice flavour in the mouth of those stewards yeah. uh, compared to the next time that the Sheffield United play Millwall or Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. who do you think we should, or what, who do we want next yeah. round? Yeah, yeah, so here we go, yep, so um, we're still in the hat, um, I think I've heard that uh, Leeds drew, um, so they're still in the hat, so they've got a replay, so we might possibly end up against Leeds, uh, I suppose ideally the club would love to have Maidstone at home, and Maidstone having killed, done the giant killing and killed Leeds, uh, sorry, Ipswich. killed Ipswich yeah. in the championship, they're not yeah. going to be able to continue that, are they, no, that was their kind of I, thing, that was their, um, that that was was their rodeo, Wembley, that was, yeah, that was their Wembley, but um, I suppose also what you don't want is you don't want to be away at City do you no we want to avoid City I've said we want to obviously avoid City yep well we want to avoid any Premier League team but the one team I think we should also want to avoid is Leicester away I think they're <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're, they're not one we want either yeah but, they're one of the bogey teams aren't yeah, they but, yeah. yeah whether or not I, I don't remember seeing seen us beat Leicester I, yeah. I know we've, we've beaten them but I don't know that I've seen us beat them that's yeah. the problem yeah yeah but it's um, yeah we're still in what still in three comps Yep, yep. So, UEFA, UEFA, UEFA League, FA, FA Cup, and going for sixth in the Prem and the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think we possibly aren't going to win the Premier League. No, I think we'll yeah, win it. I, no, I, I think, I think that might be a bit of a big ask. Yeah. But having said that, after the extra three points today, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, that, that I suppose that's everything from us. So um, thanks ever so much, Russ, for letting us guest on the uh, the match day special. Hope you enjoy our musings, and it's great. Thanks also to all of the all the noisy boys who um, gave their input uh, and uh, and their opinions in the uh, uh, in the pub. And uh, Alan, who, special mention to Alan, who nearly got the score absolutely nailed on with four um, two. But yeah, just missed out by one goal. Danny Welbeck ruining that one for him. But uh, yeah, there we go. So great stuff. All the best. Stand or fall? Up the Albion. Yes, so thank you there to Alistair and to Nick for uh, guest presenting for the Match Day special. It's a shame I couldn't have gone up. I was there for the Stoke game 4-2. At one point, we had another 4-2 scoreline, but with a late final goal from Danny Welbeck then, it turned out to be a 5-2 win. Nine goals from two games already in the FA Cup. Could we end up being this season's top scorers in the competition? Well, perfectly feasible, but we'd have to go deep into the competition. And the news since that match day special is that we have now been drawn away again, third time in a row, this time at Wolverhampton Wanderers. So it's progressively tougher opposition, on paper at least, uh, from round to round for us. Uh, Wolves themselves came through a 2-0 win away at arch-rivals West Bromwich Albion at the Hawthorns, a match that was tarnished by a 38-minute suspension in play when... Apparently, uh, an away fan, a Wolves fan, was in the home end and celebrated one of the goals, uh, I think the second goal, <coughs> which kicked things off in the crowd. There was some violence and disturbances in the corner between, uh, between the supporters. Uh, a bit of an ugly end to the match. That was in the 83rd minute as well this occurred. So it's just, um, just seven or eight minutes more to play uh, at the time. Pretty irritating for all concerned, I'm sure. 
Anyway, Wolves got through. We've drawn them away. Um, our record is pretty good against them still, despite the frustrating home draw recently. And our away record, particularly good. Um, a, you know, a fantastic, uh, resounding win there earlier in the season. I certainly much prefer us to replicate that than uh, the result of the home game that we had with them recently. But um, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we just got to beat whoever we get given. And so it's not an easy one. I was hoping, personally, for Maidstone, who absolutely sensationally won away to Ipswich. Ipswich freshly promoted from a resounding promotion campaign in League One last season. They have hit the ground running in their first season back in the Championship for a few years. They're second place in the table ahead of two teams that have got relegated last season and are very strong in resource. That's Southampton and Leeds and are only several points behind runaway leaders Leicester. A superb start to the season for Ipswich. Home advantage. They've not got to the fifth round for so many years. It's bizarre. You thought this was all nailed on for them to do so as they drew National League South mid-table opposition in Maidstone United. But no, Maidstone, despite only having a couple of chances, meaningful chances, on target, scored with both of them. A delightful chip finish on the counter-attack, one-on-one with the goalkeeper from Reynolds. And then when the score had been pegged back to one-all with one of 30, I think it was 33 attempts on goal by Ipswich, They scored their only one to equalise, but it wasn't enough because uh, Korn grabbed the winner. He grabbed the winner in the last round. He did it again in this as well with a well-worked goal and a great finish. 2-1, fantastic um, occasion. Over 4,000 fans at Maidstone. One bizarre incident where a fan decided to... uh, sort of go gliding on the uh, partition between the upper and lower tiers, a sort of like a canvas material, and unintentionally, he ended up rolling off it into the tier below. It wasn't a huge drop, but probably wasn't great uh, in terms of ideas of what to do on the match day. Um, Hopefully he's all right, but um, that was a bit of a bizarre moment. Other than that, um, a fantastic day out for all those concerned at Maidstone. I was hoping for them, home or away, particularly away, because... Along with Wrexham, those were the only two feasible away days which would tick off a new ground for me. It never seems to work out for me that way in the FA Cup, uh, with so many grounds already ticked off from the usual 92. Um, so, yes, disappointment on that score on a personal level and disappointment with the draw because it could have been easier. But I think we can win it, and I really hope we do. Um, thanks again, then, to Alistair and to Nick for guest presenting. Uh, it's on to Luton next, away from home. A tricky fixture, and we really need another win. We haven't got a good ratio of wins in recent weeks. That's to come next, and then, of course, it's the big one versus that lot at the Amex on Saturday. We'll do a podcast between the Luton and Palace games. That'll be our next one. But in the meantime, thanks for listening, as always. If you can, rate us. Remember, please do if you can. Five stars would all help us uh, here either on Apple or on Spotify or or indeed any other platforms. And, oh, one more thing as well. I'm recording this on Monday morning, um, tonight, Monday night. If you are listening to this before the event happens, and if you happen to be able to be in London, don't forget there is the Peter Ward Night for Seagulls Over London. I'm a member and committee member on Seagulls Over London, have been for years. We've had many great guests through the years, and we've got one of the absolute greats tonight, a genuine and full-on Albion legend, Peter Ward. He's over here for um, his dad's 90th birthday up in Derby, uh, but he's going to take the trouble to travel over to London for the event tonight as well while he's over in town so to speak and uh, we're looking forward to a fantastic evening we'll probably get a bit of audio from that as well actually Um, but either way around thank you for listening and we move on to the next episode as i said between luton and crystal palace that'll be the next one um 
So until then, stand or fall, up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network.